Let me um, uh, introduce uh, attorney Larry D. Hardaway, who is representing the young lady we uh, talked about uh, qu- quite extensively. This audience, uh, attorney Hardaway, was very, very uh, concerned. And I must admit, I, I, I think with maybe a couple of exceptions, uh, you know, they were just really wanted to know more about this case. Uh, you know, what appeared to be a harmless experiment has become like a nightmare for this uh, 16-year-old student at Bartow High School. Um, What's your defense, or what is her defense as it relates to this uh, case? Uh, Good morning, Joe. And And good morning. Thank you for inviting me here, uh, because there is a tremendous need uh, to convey some accuracy as it relates to the um, okay. information that's being passed around the country. And you are very correct. Uh, it is almost obscene uh, that a, a very sensitive, tender 16-year-old female uh, who was attempting to, to follow her, her instructions uh, is now facing criminal liability and expulsion from uh, her school, her normal educational environment. And so uh, my office, we're working as hard as we can to try to uh, sort of you know, get the authorities to see that uh, this is, uh, they went over, uh, I guess, uh, what should, be, uh, should occur in this case, uh, and try to get them to correct these decisions that they have, they've already made and protect her life uh, right now so that she can have a, a bright future. But, Joe, let, let me give you uh, some accurate, uh, spe- specific facts about what occurred so that you can get an idea of how you understand how we get to where we are. Right. And before you do that, can I, let me do, I think this might help. Now, I'm just going to read this paragraph that appeared uh, in one of the publications. It says, the experiment reportedly created a small explosion that caused the bottles, bottles top to blow off, produce smoke. No one was hurt. No property was damaged. She was charged with possession, discharge of a weapon on school property, and discharging a destructive device. Now, that's, and, and then it'd been expelled and all of that. That's pretty much the, the essence of what has been being reported. Yes, well, she, she's not been expelled. All right. Uh, she was initially placed under a 10-day suspension, and under the procedures here in uh, my county, Polk County, there the, the, the Polk County School District's uh, rules and regulations, uh, the initial act by the administration is to suspend her, then go through a review process. Uh, the initial step of that review process is a 10-day suspension for an alleged uh, offense or conduct violation of this nature. And then the, the administration recommends what should be the final Resolution and the principal of the school uh, uh, within the initial uh, what we call level hearing about the matter recommended expulsion. That, and that would be an automatic expulsion for one year. She's uh, ending her junior year. A one-year expulsion would wow. sort of derail her significantly right. because this young girl is planning to go to college. She is one of uh, our bright students who, who want to um, – to, to study, you know, those STEM disciplines, science, technology. She's preparing to go to the University of South Florida. 
and study uh, what she calls uh, uh, biotics. Okay. And so uh, we certainly want to um, uh, keep, keep that opportunity for her to fulfill her life dream. And this this could have a, a, a detrimental uh, impact on that potential uh, of of uh, studies. Correct. Okay. It could. As a matter of fact, you know, charges like this would prevent her uh, from going to college because many colleges won't accept you if you've got felony charges on your record. Now, this would be, if, if, if they pursue that, this would be a felony charge. Correct. Now, okay. they, the, the state has not formally, officially filed felony charges. Uh, as a matter of fact, I don't think they are. Uh, we're in the process of negotiating and talking to them uh, to see if we can get a resolution that, that is in the best interest of both our community and this young girl. What is the argument that she violated, uh, this was a serious breach of, of, of conduct, and we did have an attorney call in last week that I sort of took to task that said, look, there was the potential here, and you've got to take into consideration the potential. Yes, there, there is potential, and we've, uh, the authorities have talked to uh, science uh, um, teachers and professors, uh, even one at the local colleges here, and, and clearly they are uh, indicating that there was potential for uh, some harm. But what she actually uh, was preparing to present to her class uh, was not going to hurt anybody. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, um, uh, actually, when she uh, tried the, the experiment outside of the classroom behind the, the lunchroom, uh, she placed it in an area where it was not close to any building or close to any individual. And she anticipated that it was only going to be a little fizzle and smoke. But it turned out to be just a little bit more than that. It, it, the top just uh, popped off, and there was a firecracker type of a sound that the principal heard and came over to investigate. Uh, it, Joe, you said it initially that in that report it said that there was an explosion. You see, the, throughout the beginnings of this case, they were using such harsh words that didn't apply, like uh, detonation of an explosion, a destructive device, a bomb. And none of them are applicable to what happened. And so when people hear that, particularly law enforcement, they think it's something serious where somebody's intentionally trying to hurt some kid on a high school campus, and that was not the case. Why did she do the experiment to begin with? Joe, well, that, that is a very good question, and I've been eager, uh, or, or at least uh, I've had the desire to, to publicly go out and tell people exactly what occurred. All right. Uh, because one, in some of the reports, and certainly the official comments from the teacher, and the school and the principal at that school was that they had no knowledge of the particular experiment that she was she was going to do, and they would not have authorized it. And by saying that, uh, it gave, I guess, cause for the state attorney's office, at least the police officer, to consider filing the charges because it was not pursuant to an authorized event by the school or the administration. But that's not true, Joe. And what I wanted to do this morning, I brought in the written document of which this student was instructed uh, to do and how, how it came that she brought this particular mixture of items on school campus. Uh, she received uh, a four-page document from her biology teacher, and it says, as an introduction, 
According to Florida State standards, students are required to participate in scientific inquiry in order to meet this standard to its maximum extent. Students will be developing their own experiment to answer a testable question of their choice. This question can be related to any field of science, biology, chemistry, physics, etc. So she had come up with an idea that some of her colleagues, her peer group, had suggested to her. That's how she came up with it. And they had said that uh, it was something that they had seen before and that they had done at their own homes. So she took that idea, she prepared it, she was bringing it to class to show the teacher as she was instructed, but before she could get to the classroom, those friends convinced her to try it outside first. That's how we got to where we were. And she explained this to the authorities at the school, but they sort of overlooked it. And so they called in a police officer, and this police officer says this, and I'm reading from his report. All right. On the above-dated time, I responded to 1270 South Broadway Avenue, which is the school, in reference to a destructive device weapons incident. So somebody must have told him that she was potentially uh, exploding a bomb, and that was not the case. So he comes out there under that impression, and he says, he, uh, uh, upon arrival, I made contact with assistant principal, uh, uh, he advised while he was on the east side of the campus near the gazebo, uh, he heard an explosion. You see, it wasn't an explosion. It was just the sound of a firecracker. One pop, and the, only the top comes off the bottle. The, the bottle so didn't explode? explode? No, it did not. Okay. You see, so they, they, they use these words to explain what happened, and it, and it excites people. Or right. it... it, it um, uh, engenders uh, some serious uh, idea that something serious is going wrong. And he says that uh, the little girl uh, was near uh, the area where the popping sound was. Uh, they found a plastic bottle that had been used to create the explosion. Now, let me, let me ask this question of you, and we're talking to Attorney Larry D. Hardaway, who is representing Miss uh, Wilmont, 16-year-old. Her first name is pronounced how? Uh, yes, it, it's Tara, correct. Yes, it's, Kara. it's Kara. Kara, I'm sorry. It's, it's Kara. what? Kara? Kara, correct. Kara, Kara Wilmot. Now, let me ask this, Attorney Hardaway. Did, if, if she, in fact, this explosion, quote-unquote, <laughs> terrorist, I don't know how you want to uh, characterize it. Here's the one question. Did she run away after the, the pop? Joe, when I tell you what really happened... It's going to further sadden you about what did uh, what what is happening to her. She uh, she was convinced by her friends to do it outside right. instead of taking it into the classroom. Okay, right. So they place it near a light pole away from everybody. Right. She hears from one of the persons who's urging her to do it uh, that the pr- principal is in the vicinity. You're going to get in trouble. He runs away. So she says to herself, she says, wow, maybe, maybe something bad is going to happen. So she runs over to, to, to uh, get the device or uh, the mixture that she's got. And when she picks it up, right, it's warm now. Uh, the bottle is starting to expand. So she quickly puts it down. 
and then it pops. You see, she stands there, the principal and the assistant principal come over, she tells them the whole story. Everybody else ran, she didn't. And, and what's so amazing to me is that she actually explains an innocent event to them. But yet, they call the police officer. And the police officer, upon hearing what they tell him, right, he says this in his report. I then contacted the assistant state attorney. I was advised by the assistant state attorney uh, that upon this evidence that he should file charges for possession or discharging weapons or firearms, firearms, at a school-sponsored event uh, on school property and making, possessing, throwing projectiles, placing or discharging any destructive device. Right. Final That's amazing, isn't it? Final question, Attorney Hardaway. Yes, sir. Does this... <laughs> It, it, does this case potentially end up in court? Uh, does it end up before a judge? Does it end up before a jury? How how is this potentially handled? Well, uh, presently we're we're talking to the state attorney's office. All right, uh, and, and we're trying to get this resolved without that occurring. Presently, the state attorney's office has not filed official charges. Oh, I see. Okay, so official charges have not been filed. You guys are in discussion now. Correct. Correct. And and. Uh, if they file charges, they could file them in the juvenile jurisdiction, okay. or they can file charges in the adult as an adult. Now, is she law, is she current? Where is she now? Is she currently in school, out of school, what? We, we, last Friday uh, was the end of her ten-day suspension, and so we've worked out an arrangement with uh, the school district to send her to an alternative school uh, uh, here in Polk County. Uh, for the rest of the school year, which is roughly about 16 days. Uh, and during this period of time, we're going to try to get them okay. uh, to, to do something that is in this child's business. All right. And if she's cleared or charges aren't brought, will, these, will the expulsion and other charges be expunged from her record? Well, that's the biggest issue that we have, All right. if, if we can get it worked out. All right. So uh, I put a team together of a mental health counselor, uh, okay. some, some former... Uh, professional educators, uh, so we're just trying as hard as we can right. to figure out what's best interest. Yeah, we're out of time. Uh, we'll stay in touch. Yes, and, we, and so, if uh, Joe, if there's people who want to contribute, we're going to set up uh, a fund all right. called the uh, Kira Wilmot Defense. Okay, we'll get it on our uh, Facebook. If you hold on, yes. I'll, I'll make sure it gets on our Facebook. We'll continue.